Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Revision Made Easy. In today's episode we have moved on to a new topic which is redemption in the AQA syllabus and we'll be covering three topics. The first one is how church architecture reflects Catholic beliefs. The second one is the main parts of a Catholic church and the third one is contrasting features and artifacts used by Catholics. I decided to group all of these together because I thought that they linked really nicely with each other and I thought that it would make sense to group all of them together. So, how church architecture reflects Catholic beliefs. Key information. Catholic churches provide a space where Catholics can worship together, particularly at mass or pray alone. The design and decoration of a church helps to aid and inspire worship by encouraging Christians to reflect on God and on their faith. Churches built since 1965 place more emphasis on the position of the altar, as this is the focal point of the Mass. How do churches help Catholics to worship? For Catholics, a church has two main purposes. One, to provide a space where they can meet to worship together. The most important service in Catholic worship is the Mass, which centres around the altar. This means that the altar should be the central focus of the church. And two, to provide a space for individual prayer. This means that the church provides a quiet and peaceful space that inspires people to pray. Before we move on, we're just going to cover some key terms. The first key term is the church, which means the holy people of God also known as the body of Christ, amongst whom Christ is present and active. And this is derived from Matthew chapter 18 verses 20, which states, For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. The next key term is a church, which is a building in which Christians worship. An altar is the place of sacrifice where the offering of the mass is made to God. Stations of the Cross are a series of 14 images that remind Catholics of Jesus' final journey to the cross. So, how do churches help and and inspire worship? The care that has been put into the design and decoration of the church shows devotion to God and helps people feel that God is respected. In addition, statues of saints encourage and inspire Christians to follow their examples. Also, side chapels are smaller areas where believers can pray in a quiet space. And images like the Stations of the Cross inspire Christians to reflect on Jesus' suffering. Churches built before and after 1965. It's important that you get some differences between the churches built before 1965 and after 1965 because it's a question that might come up in your exam, which can normally turn up in the four mark questions, five mark questions, or even the 12 mark questions. So you need to have a lot of comparisons so that you won't be limited when it comes to expanding them for the 12 mark questions, especially. As a result of the Second Vatican Council, there is a difference between Catholic churches built before and after 1965. Before 1965, Catholic churches were usually built facing east towards Jerusalem, as this is the city where Jesus died and rose again. Churches were built cruciform in a cross shape, as a reminder of the cross on which Jesus died, 
and to remind people of the cross on which Jesus offered himself to God. Churches were also built with the altar against the east wall. Before 1965, the mass was said by the priest in Latin and was said almost in silence by the priest. And people weren't involved directly in what was happening. The priest also had his back towards the congregation. This meant that people attending mass did not feel very involved in the service. After 1965, Catholic churches have been built to ensure that as many people as possible can see and join in with the mass. With the the Catholic churches have been built with the altar more towards the centre of the church and seats for the congregation, some or all the way around the altar. Churches have been built around the altar, sometimes being physically in the centre of the building. This enabled everyone to feel fully involved with the sacrifice and encouraged everybody to to join in with aspects of the bath. Catholic churches are decorated to encourage people to reflect on the glory of God. Some people believe that nothing is too good for God, so some churches are very ornate, using lots of colour and decorations. However, in some places, colours are more muted and people prefer the dignity of simple lights and colours as opposed to the rich splendour. So now I'll be moving on to the second part of this episode which is the main parts of a Catholic church. Key information. The main features of a Catholic church include the lectern, altar, crucifix and tabernacle. These help to emphasise the presence of Christ in the church. They also remind Catholics of the redemption that Christ brought them through his suffering, death and resurrection. What are the main features? A lectern. The lectern is the reading stand from which the Bible readings are given. At least two readings are given from the lectern at every Mass. Readings from the Old Testament remind Christians how God has guided his people from the beginning, while readings from the New Testament tell Christians about Jesus' actions and teachings. As Jesus is the Word of God made flesh, Christ is truly present when the Word of God is proclaimed. The lectern should be in a prominent place in the church so people can see and clearly hear the word of God. The crucifix. The the crucifix is a model or image of a cross with Jesus crucified on it. It reminds Christians of the suffering that Jesus went through to save humanity. It inspires gratitude and love for all that Christ has done for humanity, including the forgiveness of their sins. This gratitude, which is inspired by the crucifix, is clearly expressed in the Eucharist. The tabernacle. The tabernacle is a box where the consecrated bread is kept after the Mass. It houses the real presence of Christ, so many Catholics like to pray in front of it. It can inspire a deep sense of peace, as it reminds Catholics that Christ is still caring for them. The consecrated bread that is saved in the tabernacle can be taken to people who can't get to Mass, such as those who are too ill to leave their homes, so they can still receive the Holy Communion. The Altar The altar is the place of sacrifice from where the bread and wine are offered to God at Mass. During the the consecration, this offering joins with Christ's offering of himself to the Father 
through his death on the cross and the bread and wine become the body and blood of Christ. This is known as transubstantiation. Christ is truly present on the altar, offering himself to the Father on behalf of humanity. In return, the Father strengthens the lives and faith of believers when they receive the body and blood of Christ in communion. And the last topic for today's episode is contrasting features and artefacts used by Catholics. Key information. Some churches use an altar for the mass as a reminder of Christ's sacrifice on the cross, while other churches use a table as a reminder of the Last Supper, the final meal Jesus ate with his disciples before he died. Some Catholics prefer the crucifix as a reminder of Christ's death, while others prefer a cross or risen Christ as a reminder of Christ's resurrection. During Mass, the Last Supper and Jesus' crucifixion are both remembered. Churches might choose to use an altar or a table to emphasise one of these events over the other. The altar. An altar is a place of sacrifice and thanksgiving. For Catholics, the most important altar is the cross on which Jesus sacrifices life. At Mass, the congregation joins in with giving thanks for Christ's suffering. The use of an altar at Mass is a reminder that Christ's suffering is being made again through the offering of bread and wine. In the Old Testament, an altar was was where animals were killed as an offering to God. For Catholics, the the For Catholics, it's the same thing with the um, altar table. A table is where people eat from. Using a table at Mass reminds the congregation that the Mass is a reenactment of the Last Supper. During the Last Supper, Jesus told his disciples to eat his body and drink his blood, which will be given up for you. By giving himself to his disciples in the form of bread and wine, Jesus was giving his disciples a share in the, in the effect of his sacrifice. Using a table at Mass is a reminder of this belief. Crucifix, Cross or Risen Christ Christians view Jesus' death and resurrection as one event, though spread over a few days, where both elements are important. If Jesus hadn't offered himself to the Father on the cross through his death, the resurrection could not have happened. At the same time, Jesus' resurrection gave meaning to his death. However, some Christians prefer to focus on one part of Jesus' death and resurrection over the other, and for this reason they might prefer to use a crucifix, cross or risen Christ. Crucifix This shows Christ crucified on the cross. It's a reminder of the suffering that Jesus Jesus endured out of his love for humanity. It helps Christians to feel grateful for Jesus' sacrifice and love. Many Christians like the crucifix to be present at Mass, as this service reenacts the the sacrifice of Jesus' death. The cross. A cross without the... A cross is a cross without the figure of Christ on it. It's a symbol of Christ's victory over sin and death. Christ is not on the cross because he has risen. Christians who are wary about 
portraying Jesus through art may prefer to use a cross. It emphasises Jesus' resurrection and the fact that Christians should be people of new life. Some people believe that the focus on the sufferings of Jesus misses the crucial fact that the resurrection has transformed everything. The risen Christ. It focuses on Christ as the risen, glorified Saviour. It reminds Catholics that in Holy Communion they receive the body, blood, soul and divinity of the risen Christ. Like the cross, the risen Christ emphasises Jesus' resurrection and how important this was. It stresses the fact that what Catholics receive in Communion is the body, blood, soul and divinity of the risen Christ. It is the resurrection that brings all things to their completion and leads to the fullness of the risen of the reign of God. So this is the end of the episode. I hope that you enjoyed it and found it useful. Please share with your friends, have fun revising and good luck with your exams.